Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for coming back another week to Dear Owen Wilson, the world's best podcast, the best podcast in the entire universe. Yeah, that's right. It's your host, Blair, back. So happy to see you again. I hope you guys are having a good week. I'm thinking about you. I want to thank you so much again for your messages. I want to thank you for posting about the podcast. That's so nice. It makes me so happy and lets other people know about it, which is what I'm trying to do. Um, This week, we have such a funny guest, one of my all-time favorites. He's done the show so many times, and he's so funny. Uh, He's a writer for the Late Late Show with James Corden of many years. Hilarious man, Nate Fernald. And please enjoy Nate. Nate is just like a... I feel like he's not talked about enough as just like a comedy icon. I, I find him so funny. So I hope you guys will too. I loved this episode. It was so funny. Laughed a lot. And um, about what's going on with me. I'm going to be in Montreal this week that this comes out. So if you're up there, um, I'll be posting my shows on my Instagram. I'm going to be doing a live Dear Owen Wilson as well on Saturday the 30th. I'm also going to be in Chicago on the 4th with Ron Funches and on the 5th in Milwaukee. Or that could be the 3rd and 4th instead of the 4th and 5th. But anyways, I'll be posting about it if you're in any of those cities and would love to come. Anyways, I just appreciate you guys so much. You're the best. As I say every week, please leave a review. It means so much. It helps the podcast so much. Subscribe, tell a friend. That's the way to support the show and keep it going. So, without further ado, enjoy this episode with Nate Fernald. I love you guys so much. See you next week. 
Nate, what's up, my dude? Hey, Blair. How's it going? God, Sorry. I haven't seen you in so long. It's been a while. Sorry if I'm out of sorts. I just got out of the hospital. Are so. you fucking serious? For yeah. what? Uh, I don't fully know yet. Some sort of rare virus. Um, Jeez. Worked real hard to avoid COVID, and then some like some like cooler, hipper virus uh, came around and got me. And yeah, that's some hipster shit right there. Like the yeah. whole globe's overtaken by one virus, but you were like, no, I'm going to go alternative. Yeah, COVID is for normies, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rocked my bod pretty hard. And, rocked um, your bod? Oh, my God. Rocked my whole bod. I was, yeah, you know, in the in the emergency room, like barely conscious, getting put in the tubes, people just putting stuff in me. Wild time. Oh my God, Nate. I'm so sorry. So how are you feeling now? I am so much better now. Um, like now I'm just, you know, like tired because... You know, yeah, my, like, it takes a while to recover from something like that. And yeah. do they know what it was from or anything like that? So they think that it was, they think that they narrowed it down to like one of three uh, bug-borne illnesses. And wow. so like, and I was, I was just in Massachusetts visiting my family and who lives kind of like in the woods. So it's very possible that like I got bit by something while I was out right. there. And, Were you uh, hiking or just enjoying some food I outside? I was doing a little hiking, but also like my parents' house is kind of like sort of deep in the woods. So like their their home is just like trees and streams and Did weeds you grow and, up there? Yeah. You did yeah. in that well, house? Or well, I, grew, I grew up in Boston and oh. then and then we built a house when I was like eight and then we moved into that. Well, I, um, this is completely unrelated, but I have this like intense desire to live in the woods these days. I've been having that too. Like, uh, like I'm like, ah, I have to be, I have to get out of the city. I have to live in trees. Like I have to. I've been like, like thinking, of, I was like looking at like lakeside properties and like Vermont and stuff. Just wow. Like, that sounds so nice. Hmm, like just, you know, deep deep wilderness and just being like i don't know that could be nice yeah except we'll for see. that it uh could also turn out to be extremely dangerous as we are seeing in your case yeah i know it's this weird thing like like living in southern california is just kind of freaky because it's you know it's always on fire there's earthquakes we don't have water and then so i'm just like ooh, i was in on the east coast i'm like oh they got tons of water here and nothing's on fire but then it's like oh but there's <laughs> there's just so there's so many bugs that are out to get you over there <laughs> you, out the, to get you yeah the bugs are chill in california so that's <laughs> oh god well i guess we should get started i just excited to see you okay yeah. here we go um, well, I think we already started, but I guess I should introduce and just say hello to all my listeners around the globe, the whole planet, my fans everywhere, far reaching and even intergalactically. I'm giving a big warm hello to you guys. I wouldn't be here without you. And do I have an episode for you guys today. Oh, I know we've been chatting. You heard us chatting already, but 
Yeah, I just want to introduce my longtime friend, very lauded comedian, and、um, a writer for the Late Late Show with James Corden. Please welcome my friend Nate Bernard, everybody. Hello. Hi, Blair. Thank you. Wow. Nate, fresh off a big scare in the hospital from、mm-hmm. a demon bug, back to do the Dear Owen Wilson show, of which you are a several time guest and favorite. Alumni, alumni I'd say. Yeah, yeah.、Uh, some of my favorite times were when you were on it. You really, you really came to play.、Um, I'll say this. Uh, your show, Dear Owen Wilson, was maybe the the only time in the last I don't even know how many years that I went to a comedy show that I wasn't on. Really? Yeah. Wait, you went when you weren't on it? I went. Yeah, I went to just see it once. Really? Yeah. That's like one of the craziest things I've ever heard. I know it's insane. <laughs> like I enjoyed the show when I did it, and I saw I was I was doing once, and I was like. Telling my girlfriend, like I was like, you gotta see Blair. She's so funny. And then, and I, I was like, oh, her show's happening this weekend. Let's go. Oh,、and、that's so nice. What's your girlfriend's show. name again? Kala. Kala. Okay.、Yeah. Gosh, you guys are a cute couple too. Well, thanks. Yeah, you've been together a long time. Long time. Yeah. Which you know, as we all know around here in Hollywood, in this town,、mm-hmm. is rare. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are fighting the good fight, and also, I love that rare thing in Hollywood. We're the, we're the same age.、Ah! <laughs> Whoa.、Yeah. Okay, Keanu Reeves.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Age appropriate, Nate Furno. That's what I'm calling you from now on. Not that there's anything wrong. With, oh no, there is. Okay. There's Look, a lot wrong with this. Sorry. I didn't、Nasty、mean. I didn't mean、society. to get. I didn't mean to get so political so quickly, but as、yeah. you know, I'm a very political comedian. <laughs> <laughs> My comedy is nothing if not strongly political. <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about you. Yeah, it may seem like I'm making jokes about diarrhea and my <laughs> penis falling off, but uh-uh, it's actually secretly politics. Ah, <laughs> <laughs>、oh, okay. Well, Nate, without any spoilers, why don't you just launch into the letter for us? Okay, here we go. Dear Dax Shepard. I am writing you because I have an urgent question that needs an urgent answer, and only you have the ability <laughs> to answer it. What is Dax short for? Is it Daxter, Daxwell, Dax dead ass up? It's probably one of those, but it is imperative that I find out. You see, a few years ago, I sideswiped some sort of witch with my car. It was an honest mistake. I was barreling down the freeway at 90 miles an hour, trying to scare some backpackers. I lost control of the car, and the only thing that could slow me down was crashing directly into her—an innocent gaff. Nevertheless, with her dying breath, she cursed me with a receding butthole. 
I asked her, why would you do such a thing to me? And she said, because you hit me with your car. I said, well, it's not my car, so undo the curse, please. She asked me if I stole the car, and I said, yeah, that's how you get cars. And she said, no, you buy a car. And I was like, okay, and you get to the car store without a car. How exactly? She said, take a taxi, and I said, okay, so you're all right with me taking a taxi but not taking some guy's car from him? Get your story straight, lady. She was like, how are you this dumb? And I was like, how are you this alive? I was going like 90 when I hit you straight on. Then she died. But not before. She said that the only way to break this curse is to find out what Dax is short for or by donating $20 to any charity. And this is where you come in, Dax Shepard. For years now, my butthole has been slowly receding to the front of my body. Any day now, the curse will be complete, and I will be forced to shit out of my dick, like some sort of reverse guy who shits out of his butt. I know, pretty cool, but also kind of gross, and I don't think that I want that. I've tried everything, like naming my son Dax, and on his 18th birthday, I asked him what Dax was short for. He didn't know, so I threw him in the lake and I said, no college for you, and now I'm all out of ideas. I hope this letter finds its way to you. I don't have your address, so I simply wrote Dax on the envelope and put it in the mail. I mean, who else are they going to give it to you? Some other Dax? No way. You're the only Dax. Ah, shit. There's also my son, Dax. Hold on. I got to go change his name to Rufus or something. <laughs> okay, all done. My son's name is now Dax Rufus. Ah, shit. I did the wrong name. Hold on again. Okay, all done for real now. His name is now Rufus Rufus. Bye-bye. <laughs> P.S. What is Michael Pena like? Sincerely, Nate. Wow, buddy! Coming in hot with that letter. God, that might be one of the best letters we've had so far, I think. Wow, thank you. Yeah, I can tell you put a lot of heart you know, and soul into that one. I was afraid it was too sincere. Yes. Yeah. You know, I they know. I, which I understand. I think a lot of comedians, when I do ask them to write a sincere letter to a celebrity they love... They can sometimes squirm a little bit in their seat, but I am always impressed with, you know, the vulnerability that yeah. <laughs> people do bring when they come on the show with their letters. I think a lot of people try to get too silly too quick, and I don't want that to happen, so... Uh, thank you for respecting the art form, the show format. God, you're professional. Yeah. Okay, well, Nate, I know you remember... My private detective, Lucian Wickles. Oh, boy. You remember him, right? What's this little fucker dug up this time? <laughs> yeah, well, I know you're intimately acquainted. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Lucian has been uh, receiving some pushback from some of our guests. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't feel, he doesn't really feel it, and he is pretty unperturbed by the public's perception of him, um, which I can't really relate to, but I am glad to have him on my team. And, you know, one thing I liked about you is sort of you didn't really take uh, 
Lucian personally because, you know, he's just doing his job of being an extremely thorough private detective. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, with that being said, uh, according to my spy, Lucian, that I pay, Dax Shepard was named by his mother for the rich playboy Dax from Harold Robbins' novel, The Adventurers. Nate, which rich playboy are you named after? Uh, Nathan Lane. Really? Nathan Lane? Oh, I yeah. had no idea. Uh, my mom was a huge fan of Mouse Hunt, um, <laughs> which I know came out many years after I was born. And that's when she changed my name to Nathan. She was like, she was like, I made a mistake naming you Brian or whatever. And then once she saw Mouse Hunt, she was like, this, this is your name. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan yeah. after Nathan Lane. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. also, wow, surprising because I did not know that mothers still had the freedom to change their adult son's names. Well, they might not, given this new Supreme Court. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. So she was exercising her last rights. Yeah. To change you to be named after the famous playboy Nathan Lane. Yeah. Wow. I gotta say, this that's why this podcast is so important because I learn information like that that I would never learn otherwise. I would never know that my friend Nate Fernald walking around all this time has been named after Nathan Lane mm -hmm. from Mouse Hunt. Yeah, from, from Mouse Hunt. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, moving but how on. How come you changed out your Mouse Hunt poster in the background? <laughs> the, the painting is great, but <laughs> I oh, missed the you? Mouse Hunt. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I don't really talk about how big a fan of Mouse Hunt I am that much. It's yeah. sort of something that I like to keep private. As you know, being in the public eye, you just sort of want to keep some things for you. Yeah, I understand. Private. Yeah, Inter um, interesting that you feel that way while sending this detective after all your friends. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight. 
like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So, Nate, Doc Shepard famously played Crosby Braverman on the NBC comedy drama Parenthood from 2012 to 2015. Mm -hmm. Nate, I have to ask you, what is it about NBC comedy dramas that are so right up your alley? Well, I think it's that they let themselves just get a little bit silly and a little bit surreal. Really? So that's what sort of kind of gets your engines revving? That's what gets me going. Right. Like all the other networks. Silly and Surreal is your special combo elixir. You know, ABC, they're they're always trying to be too heartfelt. CBS, I can't tell. I can't say what they do because I work for them right now. (laughs) I was just going to ask what network the Late Late Show is on. Oh, but don't worry. When the... Have me back when the show ends so I can spill the spill the beans on how I feel about CBS. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but, that will be the sort of uh, exclusive episode. Dear Owen Wilson exclusive, maybe. Yeah. Dear Owen Wilson exclusive. Bonus for the Patreon subscribers. We don't have Patreon, but uh, I know Access Hollywood is already weeping finding out that we just got the exclusive rights. Yeah. To Nathan uh, Fernald's uh, <laughs> true Hollywood story. Um, but yeah, but NBC, they mix silly with a little bit of surreal. And <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm here for it. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Okay. NBC, silly and surreal. Nate, 
Dax famously got his start in 2003 on MTV's hit prank show, Punked. Similarly, I starred as a cast member on MTV's not-hit prank show, Ladylike, in 2016. Nate, why, in your opinion, would you say, I am not famous like Dax? Now... Now, you, you not being famous, that's, look, I have issue with that. And I, <laughs> but, but when you put the qualifier like Dax, look, Blair, this is Dax Shepard we're talking about here. This is, this is without a paddles Dax Shepard we're talking about here. So not famous like Dax. I mean, that I can't answer. But, sure, sure. but why, why not famous? Cause look, cause the world's an unjust place. And, <clears throat> bit by a man-eating bug i know yeah yeah <laughs> while well, innocently no... enjoying your parents company <laughs> at your childhood home there's no rhyme or reason to any of it oh <laughs> uh, thank you for saying that and you're right you know when it comes down to it i shouldn't compare myself to dax that's a recipe for a disaster yeah oh none of us should yeah that's... they say as they say nate comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> damn damn right it is. Ugh. Nate, in yeah. 2012, Dax Shepard went vegan. But according to a little investigation, he is no longer vegan. <sighs> Do you think he should be punished for this? Why or why not? And if so, what sort of punitive damages would you like to see happen? I think he's got to eat a whole tree. <laughs> a whole tree? whole dang tree. A whole dang tree. Nate, what <laughs> size tree? Yeah. What sort of tree we're talking? Because as we all know, that's a whole spectrum of sizes. Yeah, we're talking a big boy. A one big the, boy. One of the big boys. The kind you, you kind you'd get firewood out of. Oh my god! Yeah, like a redwood. Look, he doesn't. Not a redwood, but maybe like a, like a, like an oak or a maple. Whoa! Yeah, and look, Whoa. it doesn't have to be in one sitting. But oh, so, yeah, because that could take you many <clears throat> years to eat a yeah. oak tree. <clears throat> if you're gonna go back on your word on uh, <laughs> being vegan, you got to atone, okay. and the only way to atone. You got to eat a tree. Oh, my God. You know, I think the government should listen to you. And also, just to clarify, he's eating the tree, uh, which is a big punishment, an oak tree. That seems like a hard feat to accomplish. But is he still eating beef and pork on the side of eating the tree? Probably, yeah. So you are allowing that? Yeah, he needs that energy to eat that tree. (laughs) He's going to... He's going to have to eat a lot of beef and pork to, to get through that tree. <laughs> to power through. Sorry, sorry. The, the vegan diet is not going to give him the strength to get that whole tree down. <laughs> so. And, and Nate, I, I hate to get too personal on here, mm-hmm. but uh, are you also a vegan? I'm not a vegan, mm. but, but I, do, I do limit my, my meat intake. In what in what way? Like, what's the limit? So, like, like I don't have like a number on it, mm-hmm. but I, um, if there's like a a different option, I'll, I'll like like if there's ever like a 
Like if I'm at a burger place and there's an impossible burger, I'll always do the impossible burger. Or and I don't usually buy meat at the grocery store. Like it's I usually it's usually just like when I go out somewhere or like if I'm at a place that's serving meat or whatever, I'll I'll eat the meat. But I try to I try to keep it keep it like you know limited ish. Oh my god, Nate, you yeah. are so principled. You go to a ver- a burger place and if they have a veggie option, you choose it, the Impossible Burger. I can't even imagine. Look, I don't want to say that I'm the most righteous person in the world, but <laughs> but it's, you know, I'm really good. <laughs> I'm, but it's like, look, if I were at a vegan place or something and they had the Impossible Burger, sure, great, happy to get it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But if you go specifically to a burger place and you get, I mean, that is like a lot of discipline. But also, but look, I go to plenty of burger places that don't have Impossible Burgers and then I'll get the regular burger. Yeah, if, if I were you with that rule, that would be my move. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> interesting, they don't have yeah. it here. Again, I'm not like, it's not like a, hard rule or anything, you know, right. You know, I'm just like trying to, you know, maybe like once, twice a week I'll do, I'll do a meet or something. Okay, good. Cause if I find out otherwise, then you know, what's going to happen. I'm going to drop off a tree on your doorstep. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. (laughs) I'm going to eat the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) But also like, but also like, I just need to, I just need to clarify, like, I'm fine with with people eating meat, you know? Like, I'm not... Oh, you're not not judgy? I'm not judgy. That's an important quality. I'm not not judgy about it. Like... That's good. Like, if if, if we go to a burger place and you get, like, a regular burger and they have an Impossible Burger, I'm not going to be like, uh, where? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Even though I made Dax eat that tree. (laughs) Even though I made Dax eat the tree. But, you know, even though I believe Dax should be punished for <laughs> 30 years of eating an oak tree, it's yep. totally chill if you want to just have a smash burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. You're flexible. You're chill. I love that about you. Okay, so, Nate, as previously mentioned, you have a very successful long-term romantic relationship would you say that your connection is stronger than that of Dax and Kristen Bell? I mean, that's for God to say, not me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah, because I think a lot of times our human minds, we want to put labels on things. We want to we wanna pit ourselves against each other or go on podcasts where the host will make you pit yourself against other people. And sometimes only God can decide if yeah. your connection is stronger than Dax and Kristen Bell's. They, you know, like, look, truth is, I haven't, I haven't been inside their relationship, so I don't, I don't know what it's like. Right, you know? right, right, right. I know what I see on TV, but let's face it, TV's TV. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch, I'm gonna catch heat for saying this, but we, oh, dear Owen Wilson exclusive. <sighs> TV's freaking fake. Dear Owen Wilson exclusive. <gasps> what? Hollywood's, Hollywood's freaking fake. Oh my God. This town's freaking fake. <laughs> 
you know what's crazy like you know that whole when that whole john mulaney thing happened and everyone was like parasocial relationships <laughs> parasocial relationships which i had never heard that word in my life i, I, I had not heard. <laughs> I had never once in my life heard of a parasocial but i do feel sadness when hollywood couples break up and and it's not in it i do feel it comes from a more pure place though because i just have compassion like i was rooting for them to work out and i feel sadness that it didn't work out for them or that you know there was love lost God, that's some that's really parasocial of you <laughs> <laughs> that's like so parasocial <laughs> I do experience sadness when I've been, like, especially if they've been together for a long time. It's yeah. just like I would in real life if I knew someone. I feel sad yeah. for them. I mean, I think it's, it's, I, I think it's, it's sad when that happens to anybody, you know? Yeah. Like, is that, it's not exclusively for celebrities, so I guess it's not, I guess it's not that parasocial for you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm extremely healthy, well-adjusted person in Hollywood. Yeah. Um. Okay, so... No Blair, Blair, you're a real girl in a fake town. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Nate and Kala uh, connection stronger than uh, Dax and Kristen Bell. Inconclusive. No, I didn't, I didn't say that. Yeah, okay, I didn't say that. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry, you said inconclusive. Sorry. Yeah, inconclusive. Inconclusive. Yeah. Um, inconclusive. We can't determine. We don't have a measuring stick, a direct measurement. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd Nate, be happy to go on... Like one of those those game shows against them. Oh, like a Family Feud type of situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or I like, would. I would love to see you battle back. <laughs> <laughs> I was named after Nathan Lane. <laughs> Who were you named after? <laughs> Look, I know you and Steve Harvey are, clo are close. So <laughs> if you could. If I'll put can, in a call and see what could happen and see if I could make some magic happen because that could be one of the greatest uh, 30 minutes of entertainment of all time. That'd be, I mean, that'd be really incredible if that happened. If like a celebrity couple and two <laughs> absolute randos <laughs> <laughs> battled it out on a, on a popular television show. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, I wish I could host that one too. Maybe I could sub for my dear friend Steve Harvey, be the moderator. Yeah. One of my main skills, moderating. Again, as I said, you two are close, so I'm sure you'd <laughs> let that happen. Yeah. What, we have what was your old comedy duo's <laughs> name? <laughs> couple um, of nuts or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> couple of nuts it really started because we had the same taste in suits and we often show up places dressed the same and so after a while of like the third run-in where steve harvey and i showed up in the same suit we were like ah there's something here well you two when you guys had your duo he had no mustache and a ton of hair and yeah. then and then when you guys disbanded he needed to like you know, try and stand out from his previous role. So he shaved his head and grew the mustache. Right. I know there. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Listeners, you are really receiving a lot of uh, hitherto uh, private information. And so I hope you know your best by Nate uncovering a lot of the truth. History. History is being revealed right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I will put that on my to-do list to, uh, 
give uh, old Steve a dial. Hopefully everything's <laughs> good between us, you know? I'm sure. Even though is. he has the mustache now. Oh man, if he shaved it for your for like a reunion, that'd be yeah. Huge. Talk about think, break the internet, huh? What do you think that stash would fetch on eBay? <laughs> oh God, people love the, people love to buy that uh, novelty shit, you know that uh, the memorabilia. So I yeah. think it could go for a cool mill. What about you? Oh, easily cool mill, <laughs> easily. <laughs> okay. So, Nate, yeah. according to Lucian Wickles, Dax is an avid car enthusiast and can rebuild an engine. He allegedly owns the 1967 Lincoln Continental featured in the movie Hit and Run. And, God, that's so Dax. And he races off-road in his free time. Nate, please tell our listeners, where do you race off-road? And maybe that even means metaphorically racing off-road. Um, physically off-road, L.A. River. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. Metaphorically off-road, Joan Didion books. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you race off-road. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what's your favorite Joan Didion title? Uh, my favorite... Joan Didion title is, of course, what the heck? Why is my computer making a typing sound? <laughs> what <laughs> well, the, that's so weird when a computer does that. What the heck? It's just making a <laughs> typing sound on its own. It's got to be Blue Nights. Oh, okay. That's interesting. I haven't seen that one. Um, See? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a avid book watcher. <laughs> um a blue knight yeah well i'd have to say the only joan didion title that i've raced off road is uh the white album (laughs) and if i can be candid with you and my listeners and i know i can because i see you guys as my family uh, the White Album was a slow start for me. It sure didn't feel like I was racing off-road at first, but then things picked up when we sort of got to Joan chronicling the Manson murders. Um, I found that more interesting. Very austere woman. Uh, her writing, very austere and clipped. Is that sort of what gives you a thrill, Nate? I mean, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You nailed it. You said it better Just than the- I ever could. <laughs> Just the extreme precision and economy of language that she yeah, employs. Absolutely. Sort of gives you a intense thrill like you're racing down the LA River. Damn, it's like you're reading my mind right now. <laughs> I do have a highly developed intuition. And now what kind of vehicle are you racing down the LA River? And are is that legal? Are there cops down there or... Is is highly illegal. Oh right. Okay. So, you hopefully you won't be telling on yourself on this podcast, or no law enforcement is listening, or anything like that. Ooh, crud. <laughs> oh crud. Oh crud. Oh crud. Um. Uh. Um. <laughs> We're getting a little uh, hot under the uh, collar. I see. Um. 
<laughs> Nate's starting to sweat profusely, <laughs> sort of buckets, and it's uh, not because next, that bug bit Next him. question, please. <laughs> Nate, I just want to know what vehicle you raced down there illegally drag raced in case the cops come. 2013 Toyota Prius. Wow. Wow. And interestingly enough, because I think we have both uh, positioned ourselves as environmentalists, I also drive a Prius. Oh, nice. What color? White. And uh, 2017. Okay. Yeah. Pretty close to mine. Silver 2013. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it the fastest car Hmm. on the road. Interesting. (laughs) um do you have a response to that because i know you did you did tell us in your letter that you um killed that woman on the freeway going (laughs) 90 (laughs) (laughs) oh crap this goes out to people this isn't a this isn't a private conversation (laughs) it's interesting that you say that because i do that on podcasts all the time i forget that millions and I mean millions of people are going to hear this because I'm just speaking from the heart one-on-one mm-hmm. with a dear friend, you know? Yeah. I like, like, almost never talk about my actual life on, like, podcasts or or stand-up right. or anything because I'm just like, ugh, I don't want people knowing about me. <laughs> right, right. And, I mean, um, the, the fact that I just revealed my car... And feel, your murder. I feel pretty vulnerable right now. Murder, right, whatever. Murder. But people know <laughs> what kind car. of car I drive. <laughs> that Eesh. is interesting because I felt the same thing when I just said this, the year and color of my car. And I was like, mm, why did I just feel very odd when yeah, I said cause that? Because I, I was like 2017. <laughs> whoa, money bags flare over here. I know. I know. I'm like $400 <laughs> away from paying it off. <laughs> <laughs> um no but i feel like the opposite i already feel like i've revealed since i've been in comedy since i started comedy i've revealed and my comedy my stand-up is very revealing too which sometimes feels very draining and then i have to go the next material following that i'll go like completely absurd like revealing nothing about myself to balance it out yeah whatever whatever the joke is you know, that that's what my life is. My life is whatever whatever the joke I write has to be. You know, <laughs> so like look, some 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 sets I'm single, some sets I'm I'm I have a girlfriend, some sets I'm married, some sets I have children. <laughs> like just it I all like de- that. And there's but there is this weird like there's this weird moment where I once I did a show and my like uh I think my family came to it. And in the, and I just had, I had a bunch of jokes about like, I'm, I'm single now and that. And then my, my parents were like, when, when did you, when, when did you guys break? When did you and Cal break up? I'm like, she's here. You're sitting with her. <laughs> and, and, uh, that is so funny. And it was this very strange realization where I'm just like, oh, when you say something on stage, people are just like, all right, that's. That's real. <laughs> Nate Fernald of the Nathan Lane lineage, just a chronic liar on stage. So there's so there's there's dozens of strangers out there who are who are like, wow, this guy's penis fell off on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. No, you're one of my favorite stand-ups to watch. Yeah, like, I wish I got to be on shows with you more often um truthfully no one gets to be on shows with me oh often. come on nate you're a superstar no, i haven't done stand-up in like like two years blair that's a goddamn tragedy that upsets me i but, don't want that for the public because you're depriving them 
but I did start a band. So if that ain't a midlife crisis, I don't know what is. Are you lying right now or being mm-hmm. serious? Because oh, who can know? I'm so sorry. This is serious. Wait, what kind of band? What You started it? How did this originate? What happened? Uh, just me and one of my coworkers were going to just like play our guitars after work one day. And then another coworker was like, um, hey, my husband plays the drums and doesn't have anyone to play with. Can he come? And I was like, guy I've never met. Sounds good. <laughs> sure. And come then on he, over. And then he was like, I have a friend who plays the bass. And I was like, another guy I've never met. Sounds good. And then uh, and then we all met up and everyone got along great. And now we have a band called Crub. Oh, my God. So you have a four piece band, basically yeah. the Late Late Show band. Basically. Um, and it's called Crub. Yeah. And what kind of music is it? And what is your position in the band? It's rock and roll music. And I, I'm guitar and lead vocals. <gasps> You're the Mick Jagger. Yep. Yep. Wow. I'm, not, I'm not very good at guitar or singing, but whatever. I'm just there to have a good time. Hell yeah. I love that attitude. If we could all access that. Do you uh, want to know a fun, a fun crub fact? Please. I'd love to. <laughs> Our name was chosen by Mark McGrath of the band Sugar Ray. What? How? So we couldn't, we were having trouble settling on a name. We had, we had like a whole list of names and we couldn't pick one. So on my birthday, the other guys got a cameo from Mark McGrath where they sent him all the names and had him pick one for us. That's hilarious. (laughs) What a genius idea. If you ever need something decided, arbitrated to contact Mark McGrath via cameo. I just want to say he was great. He went above and beyond in this cameo. He did like way more than he was contracted for and he really did a great job he was charismatic and then at the end he played an acoustic rendition of i just want to fly and it was like it was just it's it's such a it's a cherished video i have it downloaded onto my phone like wow because i don't want to risk not having a signal and wanting to watch it so like it's it is on (laughs) my phone that's so important. Yeah. I often find myself in that situation where I didn't think ahead because I don't understand technology where I try to play a video and <laughs> I can't because I'm in the sky or something. Yeah. That's why I've got I got I got the Mark McGrath video and Charlie bit my finger on my phone at all times. Wow, that is so incredible. And so God a lifetime of life has been lived since I last saw you. I mean, you started a four-piece band it was named by mark mcgrath you were Mm -hmm. bitten by a demonic bug that uh tried to take you from this earth in the woods Mm -hmm. when you were innocently just trying to spend time with your family Mm -hmm. wow god it's just been too long oh the last time i saw you was when i did stand up (laughs) but we barely got to talk and then, but but even before that, it was probably a very long time before that. Yeah, I think the last time I saw you was like on that show we did Faded right before the pandemic. Like it was like a week or two before everything shut down. 2020. That was the last time I did stand up. Whoa, that's crazy. You, you witnessed it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankful I'll, you started a band, but I want you to do stand up again. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it again. I feel like we maybe we should do a show together. I feel like we should do something together. Oh, that's But rock. we don't have to talk about it now. Yeah, well, um, that'd be that'd be a freaking blast. <laughs> oh, we, I did do well. So I, I've I've done a couple shows. So do you know Zach Broussard? Yeah. 
So we, me and Zach have a sketch group called the Boo Boys. Oh, yeah. I was trying to go to that and I couldn't because I had my own show because I was like dying to go to that that night. Oh, dang. It was it was a great time. So so like like, you know, so I'm still do look, I'm still doing live comedy. But yeah, so like the, it's kind of funny because when we first did the Boo Boys show, the first one we did, it was like the whole the whole bit of the show is so we 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 only do Halloween themed sketch comedy and yeah, I love that. The whole bit of the show is that we're these like these two these two comedians who moved to L.A. and we we only do Halloween themed sketch comedy and we and we can't find work and <laughs> people keep offering us jobs, but they ask us to write non Halloween comedy <laughs> oh. and we say and we say no, we won't do it. We'll right. only do Halloween you have comedy. Integrity. And then we're and then and then and we only get to perform once a year on Halloween. <laughs> And we're just like, why aren't our careers going well? And, Dang. And so the whole thing is just like, yeah, imagine if like these two losers moved to L.A. <laughs> and then only did a show on Halloween and refused to do any non-Halloween comedy. And then just like the way the pandemic worked out, it's kind of worked out that the only sh- show I've done is this Halloween show every That's year. So, so it's like funny. it like became a prophecy. And now we are two guys who only do Halloween themed comedy. <laughs> That's metal as hell. <laughs> yeah. I love that. God, I have um, to make it this year. Honestly, I'll cancel whatever I'm going to make it to go see the Boo Boys. Great. Well, we're hoping this year to do like like a run of 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 like several like a few nights maybe. Oh, thank God. Because like like cuz the the we've only we've only done one night of the show and you know, it's pretty 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 limited event. Sure. So it's, you know, a lot of people who wanted to go couldn't go. Right, because it's only once a year. Yeah, only once a year. <laughs> That's how you make demand for something. Well, I should have just learned a lot about business and demand. I did. Yeah, um, you just do one episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah, just a slow drip, <sighs> one episode every year. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, okay. Well, according to Lucian Wickles, Dax apparently was involved in the Groundlings Theater with a class of Melissa McCarthy, Fortune Feimster, Tate Taylor, and Nat Faxon. Nate, if you were also a member of the Groundlings in the 90s, please tell us who you think your class would have been. Do they have to be people who went to the Groundlings? Or can it be? You know, anybody? the question's op- open to your interpretation of who you really think would have been there with you. I'm going to be honest. I think it would have just been me and French Stewart. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Thank you for your honesty because that is something that we really do ask of our yeah. guests. We, we just the two of us. The two of us. We we would have been in a class with other people, and then me and him would have such intense chemistry that the other people in the class would just slowly start leaving leaving because they were like this is we don't have a place in this class while these two are here wow because too much connection too much star power in one place yeah yeah linked up too powerful mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting i can see that dynamic i was watching the new kardashians their new show on hulu last night and it was the episode where courtney and travis barker get engaged and Travis has four kids and Courtney has three kids and they can't stop making out or like touching in front of everyone. And I was just thinking the kids 
What would you do if you were those kids? Like you're just boxed out by your parents' makeout, but their connection was too powerful. Dang. Yeah. That's um <clears throat> man, that's weird. Like I, I get I get uncomfortable if like my parents hug. So like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it from that angle. Uh that's gotta be hard. But, you know, as you said, like you and French Stewart, sometimes it just goes that way. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of the class would have felt like Travis Barker and <laughs> Court, Courtney. <laughs> Is that the one? Yeah. Okay. The whole class would have felt like their kids. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, uh, Nate, and please do... Can you imagine rich kids at the Groundlings? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who my class would be. Oh, man, yeah. In the 90s. I don't you... know. Maybe Eddie Pepitone and me. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That, that That's a great matchup. Eddie Pepitone is my favorite comic. I got to have him on here. He's my, it's such a, one of the best parts about moving to LA is how we became friends. He's so funny. Yeah. Like I, so I've never asked someone to take a picture with me that I don't know. And mm-hmm. he's the one person in my life. We became friends after, but like, I always think I was so nervous to ask him to take a picture with me because I was just like obsessed with him. Have you seen his special? No, I've not. Oh, God, Nate, you got it. I think it's on Amazon Prime. I, of course, was there for the live tapings, but uh, it is just, I've never laughed that hard in my life. I, I, I've only gotten like two pictures with people in, in my life. Oh, like, you know, like performers that I'm a fan of. And which then, is crazy because you meet so many celebrities at your job every day. Yeah. And then, so like, so one was like one was at work. It was it was Henry Winkler, and I'm like <gasps> I'm wow. such a big fan. And he was like he was in like a sketch that I wrote, and he was just like so funny and great. And um and I never would have asked for a photo, but um like one one of my coworkers was there and was like was like can we get a photo and like brought me into it and then i was like cool so like someone else did it and i got it oh i love when someone else takes the fall for you it's so good i'm very glad it happened because like you know that and then then the other one this is a very obscure one there's this 1980s australian band called the go-betweens that's like one of my favorite bands favorite bands of all time how do you know about how'd you find out about them i'm just like a dork who like digs for like weird old bands like on the internet and stuff and goes to like record stores and do you have a record player oh i I see one i think behind you Uh, um yeah yeah it's i think yeah it's right there there's also so do you play do you play those a lot oh yeah also i got a cd player too five disc changer not to brag (laughs) oh my god braggy rich rich (laughs) (laughs) a five disc cd player yeah no shit nate Mm mm-hmm Wait, so you saw the guy from the go-betweens? So so basically, so they they broke up in like the 1980s and <laughs> there's two there's two guys in the band and one of them died maybe like 10 years ago or something. And then the other guy did a solo tour which like he and and he came to to a, he did a show in LA 
And like the last time he was in LA was something like 15 years earlier or something like that. Wow. And he's, I think he's like in his seventies now or something. And I was at the show and I was just like, oh, I will probably never see him perform again. Like, wow. just like statistically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then I was just like, I guess, I guess I got to just get a picture. So I did. So I did. Wow. So is it framed? It's not. It's just like on my phone, which is. It's just your is, phone background. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm such a boring phone person. That's good. Phones are ruining our society and particularly me and my brain and soul. Yeah. Oh, well, OK. Those are two really good ones. I got like no apps on my phone. Oh, Nate, you're so pure. I just have like functional apps and it's just like there's like nothing fun on my phone. And I like and I don't even have like cool pics. It's just yeah, yeah, right. I don't believe any of this. Do you think I was born yesterday? You told me everyone in Hollywood is fake. <laughs> um, I know that you meet so many people because at the Late Late Show, like you've met at probably every celebrity ever. Um, not that many, to be honest. Why? Well, because do like I, I don't meet the celebrity unless they're specifically in a thing I'm working on. Oh, okay. And there's like. 11 writers on staff there's like two head writers there's also producers and stuff so sometimes like unless it's like a heavily scripted thing like a sketch um if it's just like a thing where it's like hey you're gonna be on the couch and you're gonna play this game or whatever sometimes like the producer will brief them on it and i won't even like come in contact right 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 so it's like it's only when they're in a sketch that i wrote specifically so it's like when you look at like 11 writers on the show, 12 or 12, however many. And, you know, and we don't do sketches that often. So it's like, those are pretty few and far between. So it's really only like a handful of celebs I meet every year. Who's the most beautiful person you've ever seen there? Uh, hmm. Hmm. It's, I mean, it's hard to say. I will say when you see a celebrity in person, it is shocking. Like... I don't know if it's because you've seen them on television in the movies so much, but when you like, like there'll be a celebrity that like, I don't know, maybe I'm not like, like, Ooh, I'm, I'm so into this celeb. And then they'll like walk by at the show and like, I will like be like, Oh my God. (laughs) It's like, like something about seeing them in person is just like, it's, it's well, very, they don't look like regular people. They, yeah, they don't. Most like, of them. They look like alien beautiful. Yeah. When they're in movies, like they're surrounded by other beautiful people. So it's just like, like, so they look somewhat normal by comparison. And then when you see them, like in just an environment full of regular people, it's just like, oh, that's that's why they like put this person on a big giant screen for all to see. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> Yeah, also, and then those, like, big-time actors or musicians where they also just have a star power that's, like, startling. Yeah. I, one time I was, I was in the same room as Paul McCartney for, like, wow. six seconds, and it was it was weird. Big energy. It was, yeah. It was, and so, history. He, like, there was this thing where basically they were filming something, and he basically had to just, like, you know, step into a room and, like, look around and then leave the room. And I was just like one of the people they put in that room. And then they were just like, you know, when he comes in, just like, you know, don't 
don't bother him or don't ask for pictures or anything. And then when he came in, I just was joking like to one of my coworkers. I kept going, hey, Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> the Beatles. <laughs> 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 being, t- being told not to say anything to Paul McCartney and just saying the Beatles. <laughs> oh, I wanted to Nate, do. You're such a little rascal. I am um, a little rascal. You're a little rascal. And uh, God, I've gotten so much information, including a murder confession yeah. out of you. It's been really good. Um, we are unfortunately at our last question. I cannot even believe oh, it. Oh, boy. Um, this is not a slight on either person, but a completely subjective opinion. So please feel free to answer frankly. Who do you think is aging better, Dax Shepard or Joe Biden? I mean, given that they're the same age, Dax Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, yeah, yeah. Well, you know well that you can expect that quote to be a headline in the post tomorrow yeah, while yeah, Joe Biden's like 52 or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to cause some waves, but yeah. you know, that's why people tune into yeah, the number sorry, one edge Lords. Sorry that I'm going to bring all this heat to your pod, Blair. <laughs> but you know what? I'm sick of being quiet about it. <laughs> Joe Biden is 52. <laughs> And if the woke mob wants to come after me and say that he's a different age, go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. My heart stopped on that one because of just, you know, your sort of devil may care attitude <laughs> and uh, real just laissez-faire attitude towards consequence. Yeah. You know I'm the, how the, the truth is so important to me. <laughs> you are. I have always called you a truth teller. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the people got to know that Joe Biden is 52. <laughs> well, okay, that concludes our main interview. And wow, there was a what a roller coaster, folks. Yep. God, I'm just catching my breath after that one. Okay, we do like to conclude our interview with one special segment uh, called Fan on the Street. Fan on the Street. And if you could just sort of regale us, I know you have, we did speak about all of your celebrity encounters, but if you just have sort of a fun celebrity anecdote encounter off the top of your head, that might be fun for us. I uh, do. I do, actually. Okay. Um, so my, my first like big time job was writing for the Pete Holmes show. Um, the, the talk show he had, which was produced by Conan, and it was like Conan's follow-up show. And Conan is like my like number one idol, like just just crazy about Conan. Like I I wouldn't I wouldn't if it wasn't for Conan, you wouldn't even know me, Blair. Oh, I would have been. I love Conan. Then I would have been like a like a computer programmer or something like that. It, you me know, too. Was, I would have been a computer yeah. programmer. So. Um, we're, so Conan was like an executive producer of the Pete Holmes show. And then the first day, um, where that we started, Conan came into the writer's room and just kind of like sat down and 
talk to <gasps> us for a minute. And he sat right next to me on the <gasps> couch. Of course and, he did. And I was just like, like, I was just like, oh my God. Like it was, it was the most just like <clears throat> wild, surreal moment that's ever happened. And then yeah. he, um, he said, you know, I'm going to give you guys the advice that Johnny Carson gave me when I started hosting late night. And I was just like, oh my God. Conan O'Brien is about to relay advice from Johnny Carson to me. Like, wow. this is the most insane thing that has ever happened. Like, I cannot believe this is happening. And then he's like, and that's what he said. I uh, can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Uh, I think this show's going to be great. And I was just like, oh, my God, what did he say? <laughs> like, I completely missed what he said. I was just like so like in shock at the moment. I didn't hear what he said. Oh, my God. And then he like and then he left the room and I was too embarrassed to be like, what did he say? <laughs> so you still to this day don't so know? I still don't know. And I should probably ask. I should probably ask the other writers now. You but have at the time, to, Nate. You have to, like today, because I yeah. need to know now. Okay, I will. I'll send some texts out. Wow, that's really powerful, though. And then and we could do a follow up uh, Patreon bonus episode. So I know you don't. You said you don't have a Patreon, but <laughs> no so Patreon. far, so far, Blair, we've had a few <laughs> Patreon bonus episode opportunities here. So <laughs> you and I can just do a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Nate, God, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for Always having me. Always great to see you. And you I'm going to see you soon so we can, you know, get to work on whatever we're going to do. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Have Blair. a great week, everyone. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you.